A car purchase is a big deal, and finding the dealership and the rep to fulfill your car needs is crucial. Get to know the reps at Rorick through the Car Talk videos to establish the relationship that is right for you. That makes it easier to select the CRV, HRV, or even a pilot that may be your next purchase. Visit RorickHonda.com for all of your vehicle needs. Now we start this week's Jagoff podcast from outside, where it's actually really nice, of Stage AE for the Women Who Rock concert. According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word jagoff is defined as a noun, which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how Pittsburghers define a word jagoff. When someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jagoff! Or someone scares the out of you. Yeah, jagoff! Or it's a term of endearment. How you been, jagoff? This is the Jagoff Podcast. So this is John and Rachel, you jagoff podcast if you're listening for the very first time we would ask you to subscribe to it go figure out how to listen to it if you can't figure that out just go to yajagoff.com every tuesday and there's a new episode right there you hit play on your work computer and then nobody knows just put it in the background there you go i mean put right. your ear pods buds whatever they say <laughs> i feel like right now i feel like one of those news reporters when just as they get ready to go live the yep, fire truck goes by <laughs> Anyway, so we are outside of Stage AE for the Women Who Rock concert. If you are listening to this, you've missed it, but you can still go back and look at videos and all those kind of things about it and still donate, quite frankly. And if you were thinking you didn't hear about it, shame on you, because there has been so much publicity, so many good people focused on the Women Who Rock event. It Melinda works on it year long. Everybody's been into it since the summer. We've talked about it on Q92.9. Among other things, yeah, that was a shameless plug to listen to us on Q92.9, Monday through Friday, 7 to 10, right? <laughs> right. Anyway, but we do have to talk a little bit about the blog because, as we know, the podcast comes out today on Tuesday. But on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we write blog posts about Jagoffs because even though we're term of endearment Jagoffs, we have to point out those who are not term of endearment, the ones who park incorrectly, the ones who do the wrong thing. So the Pennsylvania Driver's License Office has been closed. We've been talking about it forever. And uh, John went and was irritated because it was not open. Are you going to go through that story? My blog post was the fact that they were, I get it that they were closed Columbus Day, but who knew that they were closed Saturday before Columbus Day? And me and 12 other people in the parking lot were not so happy. But the good news is you finally got your license. I finally got my license. Channel my Lisa Bonet. I got my license. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) And then, of course, we, you know, everything, this is pumpkin spicing season, but I just don't believe everything needs to be pumpkin spiced. So we put a parody picture of a Primanti sandwich being pumpkined, and it did not go, well, it went really well because the Primanti's folks retweeted and said, you're right, it doesn't need to be pumpkin. But they do have a pumpkin item. Yes. Got to tell you that. Also, I actually did a little cameo about the Jagoff who was coming at us, going across the McKees Rocks Bridge, we were petrified because we're driving and all of a sudden they didn't know where to come from and they were in the manpower area and they came at us. We were like, they are about to three-point turn on the little McKees Rocks Bridge because they are not paying attention to the signs. <laughs> Those are Jagoffs. Check them out. Tell us if you have your own and we'll, we'll write about it for you. Exactly. Pretty easy, right? So that's what we do and watch for videos because we did a video with nationally touring comic Sean Murphy this past week who was performing at Stage AE. Anyways, that's what we do on the blog. Then on Tuesdays, as you're listening right now, we do the Jagoff podcast. And this week, as we said, we're in front of the Stage AE on the pink carpet with uh, folks attending the Women Who Rock concert. Not and just any folks. Right. Now, the first one's a biggie. Yeah, the CEO. Michael, we've heard so many good things about you. We, we met you quickly last year. 
what I love about your demeanor is you're very casual. People hear CEO, they get very like rigid and very like, who's this guy? You are so a proud of this event. You can tell you walk around kind of like that proud dad, that proud, you know, this is my crew. You even got done saying that you can't wait for the after party because that's when you can really celebrate the people who help put it together. That's right. I, I mean, love we've that. We've got so many volunteers that work year round to put events like this on. Honestly, part of the best part of my job is getting to go up to them and say thank you because they really carry forward the passion of the mission every day. Yeah. It's, it's impressive. We got to talk to Joan Walls last year and we got to talk to Melinda a couple of times, but from your perspective, how did this whole thing start? Well, it started with Melinda. Yeah. Melinda started this uh, and she started it at Hara Cafe in the Strip District. It was a little event on a Tuesday night and it raised a small amount of money. She had women uh, musicians uh, from the Pittsburgh area that were not getting the attention that they deserved. Cause these, these were amazing musicians. But as you know, that women's health is, is somewhat underfunded and women are also underrepresented in music. So it really made sense for us to partner with her to try and amplify the messaging. And we did that. And so while we had this little event on a Tuesday night in Pittsburgh, it had a real impact. And we thought if we can amplify that message, we can create impact all over the world. And we've done that. And she's grown this event now. We've got Jordan Sparks here tonight. I mean, there's, <laughs> that's, it doesn't get any bigger than that. Uh, and so we're extremely proud of where we've come from in a five-year period of time. We now have two events, one here in Pittsburgh and one in L.A. The Grammys are a sponsor. Gibson Guitars is a sponsor. Tito's Vodka is a sponsor. So now we have big name brand national brands getting behind the cause of women's health here in Pittsburgh. And you guys have been behind women's health for years and nobody even knew about it, right? That, you know, as a right. foundation and you, while Melinda is putting women who rock and the whole story on the map, you guys have been waiting to kind of be, you've put yourself on the map clinically. That's People right. know from the research, but right. the knowledge of young women, we even spoke to a woman uh, the other day on our radio show. She was 23 when she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And so the knowledge that you guys are building, the database and the, the type of physicians that you're attracting, that's pretty significant over there. It is, yeah. And, you know, we were the first women's research institute in the United States. We were started in 1992. Right. So think about that. I mean, in 1992, there was no other women's research institute in the United States. So, yeah, we've been around for almost 30 years now, but we're still playing catch up significantly. Mm. Prior to 1992, all studies were done on men. Yep. And the findings simply translated over to women. Well, we found out pretty quickly. Wait, that isn't that crazy to you? It's absolutely In 1992. Crazy. Like, yeah. it's not like it was the 50s, the 60s, even the 70s. Right. In the 90s, they were still going, oh, we're doing this on guys, but that works for women, too. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I talked to a kid today that was born in 1992. And so he said <laughs> every, drug, every, every <laughs> drug that my mother took while she was pregnant with me was tested on a man. <laughs> and I yes. said, yes. Wow. And he was just right. absolutely floored yeah. by it, right? I yeah. mean, think about that. Yeah. 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 So what has it meant to you being a male? And why is this so important? Obviously, you're the CEO. But why this concert? Why this mission? What, what sort of resonated with you to go, this is going to continue to work? Well, I think, first of all, yes, I'm a male, but first and foremost, I'm a human. Yep. And I think when we think of ourselves as part of the bigger culture, the bigger ecosystem, mm -hmm. the bigger society that we contribute to, we have to look at the contribution of women mm -hmm. in society as 
100% of the future will be born to a woman, right? Mm -hmm. There's not a male I know that's had a baby. And so if we don't better understand how to take care of the female, uh, how, to, how to make sure that they have the voice that's necessary to help us improve outcomes, then we're going to fail a lot of people, not only now, but down the road. So that's why I think this makes so much sense and it's so important. When we think about health equity, we have to understand that it's really empowering those that understand how to help us create solutions for their communities, right? When you give those people a voice, you'd be shocked to find what they do with it. And that's what this is about. We're giving a voice to the people that don't often have it. And once they have that voice, they'll help us find those solutions. It's not about handing down solutions to people. It's about developing from within. And that's what uh, organizations like Women Who Rock and and the community uh, advocacy and, and the things that we do at McGee help us to do. So the question I have is, you know, we certainly are building the reputation of the foundation. It's so well known. Tell me about the level of uh, clinicians that you attract now because of the name. You know, everybody That's wants to be question. with the winner. That's Oscar. And and <laughs> everybody wants to be with the winner. But the fact is that, you know, I'm sure you're attracting clinicians from all over the world because of the yeah. research that you're doing here. Yeah, we have the best of the best right here in Pittsburgh. We grew from four scientists in the basement of McGee Women's Hospital. Uh, we now have 125,000 square feet of wet lab space in our building, 380 faculty and staff working on 292 separate conditions in the female body or that affect the female body over the course of her lifespan. I'm going to share with you just a small example of how we're able to attract the best of the best. We put research in Erie. We put McGee Women's Research Institute satellite offshoot in Erie because we have McGee Women's Hospital at Hammett in Erie. Uh, We were able to attract a young lady who was born in Erie but was currently practicing at Johns Hopkins. But because we had McGee Women's up in Erie, she called her dad and said, you know what, I'd like to come back and practice at Hammond Hospital. And she's now doing research at, at our satellite in Erie. And I think it's that type of uh, reputation that you're talking about that allows us to attract doctors, mm-hmm. uh, clinicians, scientists from all over the world. Uh, our our uh, McGee Summit, in which we give away our million-dollar McGee Prize, attracts 525 scientists wow. from 25 wow. different countries. Wow. And not just rich countries. We want to make sure that low and middle income countries get a voice at the table too. So we reach out to people like the Mm -hmm. Gates Foundation, the R.K. Mellon Foundation, and we bring scientists from all over the world. We want them to have a seat at the table. We want to hear their voice. We want to be able to be collaborative on scientific advancement for women's health in all cultures. Has any of your research been able to prove why women remember so much and guys forget so much? (laughs) They'll say, remember back in 1985 you did this. You're like, I don't even remember that. My favorite commercials are what the new ones that when they go to the tape the guy's always proven wrong (laughs) my scientists have not come up with my wife might have yeah there you go yeah Yeah, she definitely knows that is so funny michael where can everybody find mcgee women's for more information more opportunity to help to donate because it doesn't stop at just this concert it doesn't. And, you know, this is obviously October, so we're working for Breast Cancer Month right now. Uh, but this concert supports all women's health initiatives, yep. not breast, ovarian cancer, also heart health, which is still the number one killer of women, yep. right? Pregnancy research that we do. We're trying to really tackle some tough issues with uh, infant and maternal mortality in this country. You can go to mcgeewomens.org to find out more. You can look at all of 
the research that we're doing. You can also figure out how you can help. We need not only dollars, but we need voices, right? So we want you not only to help get behind our brand, but also to tell your neighbors about our brand. That's how we're going to become the St. Jude's of Women's Health. We Mm -hmm. want to be a household name across all communities in the United States and beyond. So help us do that. That's wow. such a good point. That's so awesome. So and true. And so what Pittsburgh. What a cool job. Right? Yeah. So right. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Right. That's exactly right. What a cool right. job. All right. Now we get to you get to our big coveted question of the day. And there are two choices I just read. Rach? Well, I know. Do you want to go on that or do you want to go off script? I like I like this one right here. The second one. All right. Yeah. I think it's cool. I mean, he's going with numbers now. I got <laughs> I got to read. All right. This one? Yeah. Okay. If you could go to a concert of any person who has passed or present, who would it be and why? Oh, boy, that's a tough one. Any one of them. And it could be somebody like, like I just hope you don't say Elvis. I just really <laughs> don't want that to be an answer. I hate that So, so in other words, anyone but Elvis? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Okay. Here's why. Because you know what happens? When we give a question of the day, people do this multiple choice thing, and then I go, that was not the question. Like, just answer it. So I needed you to... Be led down the right path. Don't say Elvis. Go ahead. All right. So that's really a tough one for me because I love all music. I mean, oh, I'm you? a musician myself. I play okay. guitar. Uh, I, I enjoy I enjoy everything from the opera to rock and roll. Yeah. So okay. I don't know that I can pick just one really? person yeah. that I would want to go see that maybe I haven't already because yeah. Yeah. I go to a lot of shows. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Who would, yeah. You go see? Who would you repeat see over and over? I've repeated bands, and this is going to show my age, right? And we talked okay. about 1992. I've repeated Pearl Jam. Okay. I've repeated okay. you know, those yeah. types of bands. We're, we're in the same era, we're, That's bro. right, exactly. <laughs> that was That's when, you know, that's when I was in college. Let me tell you, you'll appreciate this then. When I went to Pitt and Johnstown, um, Liz Berlin was in. Oh, yeah. Was in yeah, uh, Rusted Root. Root. Yep. And I literally traveled to Lock Haven, to IUP, all those schools because she was there. Yeah. When we interviewed her, and let me tell you, John will laugh, but I have been fortunate. I've met Chubby Checker, James Brown, whomever, because my dad's a musician. When I met Liz like that and interviewed her, I was like, <sighs> like it was really <laughs> tough for me. So yeah. she would probably be my. Person. Well, I can tell you that I used to live right across the street on oh, East boy. End Avenue from the Rusty Root House. So oh, I, my I, God. Yeah, they, yeah. You're killing me. Yeah, they, when I, oh. I will tell you this, though. I did get a chance to meet Diana Ross. Oh, wow. And wow. when you talk about it, I'm not easily starstruck because sure. you know, people are people yeah. and we're all doing That's our right. job. But when I met her, it was something different yeah. about her. She was truly an icon. And yeah. so, yeah, I guess maybe to hear Diana Ross again would be a lot of fun. I'd yeah. like to hear Diana Ross with my mom and dad because oh. she was from See, there. You got it. So that would, be, that would be a lot I of fun. I wasn't letting it go. Wow. I just couldn't let it You were going to give an answer and it was Diana Ross and I love it. Yeah. And hearing her story, oh, right? I right? met her and to hear her story was incredible. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate what you're doing and we appreciate McGee Women's Research Institute. However so. we can help the foundation yeah. going forward, you just let us know. Well, you're helping right now, so yeah. thanks for letting us get the word out. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Sometimes we have guests on who were like, you know, it's been a while. Wonder what this is going to be like. Not Natalie Bensavanga, because we were just talking about her being on the radio show, talking about her facts over fears. Facts over fears. Fact over fears. It's fine. You know, I'm making it's, sure it's fact over fear. Fact, not yeah. two S's. But it's fine. And I like facts over <laughs> she fears. She was like, just too. say it, Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Fact over fears. And we were saying, like, it felt so comfortable to talk to her again because A, she's a professional, and B, because 
there's not a void. You know, we just feel we get right back into that groove with her and, and chat. It's like a soap opera. Yeah. You miss it for three years and you get right back and Janie's still dating Thomas. Are you still right? dating Thomas? <laughs> so, so Natalie, we always... We always get in trouble for my husband might be listening. <laughs> there you go. We always know where Natalie is because she's on social media so much. But Natalie, first of all, Rachel, I think you should do your pink carpet description of what Natalie is wearing because oh people my God, listening I know, to the right? podcast would not know. It's That's right. New, she's this is audio only. right in the middle. But I have... Did I hear you say what kind of leather? Oh, it's vegan leather. So vegan I'm wearing a leather. white vegan leather moto jacket from Abercrombie and Fitch. I thought that's where you said you with, got it. With, a, with a slip dress from there, too. Gorge. Because you learned from last Ow. year not to wear anything too flowy. You yeah. needed it to kind of stick because the wind tunnels the wind. outside of Stage AE gets a little the crazy. The wind, yes. Do you have Velcro on your knees? At I'm, this I know, seriously. <laughs> and the best fuchsia. Yes. Ankle boots I have ever seen in my yes, life. Yes, Macy's hooked me up with my accessories, including these ridiculous pink boots I'm wearing today, which I love. I love them. And Aren't the they glasses. Perfect for your pink You're completely Thank forgot you. about the glasses. These are these are just from my own collection. John never John. does this, so he must he's admiring. <laughs> he's today. into it. I like it. John. Well, I, just I like the side of it. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody, including Rachel's, all you know. Well, we got a pink carpet here. I'm going to be pink carpet. I'm going to have to. If I don't bring it, how can I expect anyone else to bring it? Hello. And those listening to the podcast don't appreciate it, so you'll have while you're listening. You have to go, oh, let me go look at those pictures on Natalie's or Women Who Rock Facebook That's right. or Instagram. Yeah. That's right. Anyway. I already posted some. I was going to say, now, and this is how many years that you have done the pink carpet for? This is our second year okay. doing the pink carpet, but I've been involved in various capacities with Women Who Rock um, for many years, covering it through various ways. And I love Melinda Calazzi, the founder. She is so incredible, such a boss. And what she has done in just a few short years to the level that this event is now is truly astounding and I just want to give her all the flowers it's so impressive and then of course be supporting McGee Women's Research Institute which is just an incredible thing to give back to so I'm just honored to be a part of this well Natalie as a former traditional media person mm-hmm. and now a non-traditional media person yeah. making that leap. I like to think know. I'm new school. Yeah, I like it. Oh, yeah. you know, I like it. You <laughs> didn't want to say um, millennial again because we were going to kill you, you got, on right. the radio. Yeah. I know. But Thank talk you. about just how how many years you've watched just the McGee yeah. and the whole women's health thing take, take shape. Oh, and yeah. here we are where Pittsburgh is the precipice of it all. It really is. It's incredible how I don't think sometimes we acknowledge or understand what is going on in this city. This city is producing research that is supporting women and girls' health initiatives, not just here in Pittsburgh, but all around the globe, and and really doing research that is very cutting cutting edge. And as we know, we need a lot more research dedicated to women's health in general. Um, So it's just astounding to see the growth and to see this organization, Women Who Rock, and how they've taken on this cause and championed for the Institute is just a wonderful thing to get to be a part of and to witness just the growth over the few years that I've been participating in. I think it's a little bit of a celebratory thing, too, because as we said, as we were listening to Michael talk, and as you know, the statistics, Mm -hmm. the fact that it took up until the 90s for any kind of research to be done to say, hold on. Women aren't the same as men. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Adam and Eve could have told you that, but, you know, who am I? Well, Adam and Eve aren't often in the boardrooms or true. in charge of organizations. There you, so there you go. We need more Eves but it's in there. So tr- we need more Eves. That is so true because it just saddens me to think that, but it makes me proud as Pittsburghers. We claim our things, right? And yes. the fact that we are claiming that we were the first ones to say, hold on, we need to bring more women, you know, yeah. actual women in to me is tremendous. Oh, yeah. Pittsburgh, I always think of us as a sleeping giant. 
giant. And the biggest issue I think Pittsburghers have is our lack of collective self-esteem. We're doing great things That's here. <laughs> so We're doing great things here. It's okay to feel good about this city. So I think that this event is a perfect opportunity to acknowledge the incredible work being done, to come out and get glammed up, especially we've had a hard couple of years collectively, everyone. So it's a nice excuse to come and walk a pink carpet and then go listen to some incredible all-female-fronted bands and musicians. And Jordan Sparks is here. This is a big get for yes. Wayne Rock. This is leveling up. We're, we're That's a good really excited. Really yeah, we excited. Were, we were astounded today even talking to Michael about, you know, this is happening in two places on two coasts at this point. Yes. You know? so, uh, That's so Melinda. Are you catching the plane? Because we're on the plane. <laughs> to go no, to L.A.? No. no. But I wish. It, isn't it so cool? Like, Pittsburghers, once they know we're number one at something, they will not let it go. That's right. right. We're so, all so good at that, yeah, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are where we're number one at Research for Women's Health. And, yeah. you know, if uh, Yinzers are out there listening, you're listening to the podcast in Phoenix or Seattle, wherever you are, yeah. this really is the place if your mom, your wife, your daughter. Yeah. And, and I like the fact that he even said it's not even just about cancer. It's about heart health. Oh, it's absolutely. It's diabetes. It's everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we collectively, I think... Women, we are the caregivers, but we're also the ones that... That's a good point. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, and we are... We also make most of the healthcare decisions in our homes, so it's good that we're having more agency and understanding where money is being spent and how it's impacting us directly. Because if women do well, everyone does well. That's the right. truth. Take care of yourself, because my, as my mother, and I'm sure your yep. mother says, "Oh yeah, if you're not taking care of yourself, how do you take care of you the can't others? Pour you from can't an empty be, cup, right? There yeah. you go. Right? Do you want another ism? No, because we can give <laughs> it to you. That's, you guys, we'll go all night, John. <laughs> Actually, not all night, because I got a pink carpet to do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Seriously. Right. So we want to talk a little bit. Obviously, this yeah. is important, but we want to talk a little bit about, as John said, you are like a social media maven, obviously formerly of the Post-Gazette. You've mm-hmm. gone on to be an independent journalist, and you now are doing something called, as I was joking in the beginning, fact over fears, but yeah. we've had you on the radio once to talk about just go vote. Like, that was yeah. the general, you Please. know... Go vote because statistics are showing that a lot of younger people are yeah. not doing so. Mm-hmm. And I remember in my era, I don't know if you remember the whole MTV, like, rock the vote. Like, mm-hmm. yes, go I do, do remember you know, that. It started, yeah. mm-hmm. seriously, in the 90s yep. where they were saying, like, we need you. Mm-hmm. Now more than ever, don't just say, I don't know who I want. I'm not voting. Absolutely. And I think it's really important. You know, the, the whole point of fact over fear is to get rid of, peel back all that rhetoric. And let's just get down to the bare bones of it. What, is, what can we do to educate people so they feel inspired and that activates them to make change? Because all politics starts at, at the local level. Right. So you need to get involved. And the reality is when people say, oh, I don't, I don't get into politics. Well, politics is getting into you. Correct. Period. Yeah. So yeah. you need to have an active voice and be a participant in that system that's what democracy is we may not always agree but we all need to participate because only then i think can we ever hope to move the ball forward where we can all find a place to not just survive but thrive but do you agree i think we just talked i can't remember if we talked about this with you on the radio or not the the act of uh, rachel has been on this bandwagon the last two months or so the act of compromise is gone Everybody has oh, yeah. to be, it's, it has to be this or that. It seems like everybody's lost their their mind. They want to win versus compromise. Well, I think they, they want to win to what end, right? Yeah, so right. It's, so just right. saying my guy won, well, what did you get out of that? I yeah, think right. we, we need to move away from the idea of what party we're voting for just because our party told us to do that. And yep. Instead, really take some time and do the research and say, okay, this is an issue that matters to me. Where does the candidate stand on this? And how is this going to impact my life? 
life, my family's life, my, my community's life. And that's important too, is recognizing even if something doesn't impact you directly, it really will impact you indirectly. So the bigger issues of, you know, housing, food, healthcare, those are things that we all need to take a look at because we were all intersecting with those issues every single day. Well, it's crazy. So start there. Just my that's own perspective. I'm now voting for not myself who will be dead in 20 years. Or oh, 30 stop. Years, right. <laughs> I'm voting for a granddaughter now. Absolutely. Right? And so in, in 17 years, she will be graduating from high school. What will that high school look like? And what kind of world is she going to yes, inherit? exactly. Right? That's and what right. is our legacy? And thinking yes. beyond me and thinking we and that collective history, what do we want history to say about us in this moment yeah. right now? Yeah. That's yeah. What I always say, what's your bucket? Yeah. You to look at what these things are. What am I not worth dying on a hill for? Yes. What am I going to die on yes. a hill for? Yes. And figure those out and really seek the knowledge, as seek you said. Seek the knowledge, yeah. You know, kind of figure it out. But I've watched, I saw you with Anna Hollis, who actually- I love Anna. We're working yeah. with, you know, for Amachi. Mm-hmm. It's, they're the issues that matter. So yes. like you said, they're issues that you might not think play a part in certain things, but even the conversation you had with her coming mm-hmm. on and discussing, there are so many layers and levels that you yes. really have to think through. Yes. We talked a lot about um, housing, mass incarceration, yeah. and uh, reproductive justice. And you might not think on the surface how those intersect, but they really do. Yeah. And so those are the kind of conversations I'm having every Tuesday night uh, over at the City Papers Instagram Live. And But they, we record them, so you can still watch them at any time. And it, that's called After Hours. Yep. And um, those happen. I do those every election cycle. And I'll probably be continuing them as soon as this election cycle is over because God knows we're going to kick it right into 2024 gear right. whether we want to or not yes. i'm right. really gonna have to take my uh you know take a moment to zen out there for a minute because i think starting in january it's gonna be a even a wilder Crazy. ride oh, than yeah. it is yeah. now you're right, right. yeah natalie, natalie where can everybody find you to find all of the amazing things that you're doing all the yeah. different platforms all the different shows we know you're also doing a podcast coming up soon right yes with tony Norman. i'm so excited for this tony and i uh, tony was a, an acclaimed journalist for many years at the pittsburgh post-gazette he is now striking out with next pittsburgh and um, so he's doing a column over there. He and I are starting a podcast in January called In Other News. And it's going to focus on a lot of the news that maybe you haven't been paying attention to because you're being inundated with just the same stories. We want to show you why it's important to kind of keep your eye on the other things happening, both here regionally and around the country. So I'm really looking forward to that kicking off, hopefully in January. Nice. Perfect. All right. Question of the day. Wait, yes. did we say at Natalie? Did you give Oh, this? yes. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Natalie Bensavanga on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and on Twitter at Natalie Bensi, B-E-N-C-I-V-E-N-G-A. It's a long name, I know. You want to go with your question of the day? You do it. You do it. All right. What concert, since we're here at Women Who Rock, and we're going to see some amazing women, as you said. Yeah. What concert, past or present, would Mm -hmm. you die to go see? And please don't make me have to wrap around this like I did Michael. He was saying, oh, I love everything from all over the country. I have a couple. All right, go. Um, Definitely, I wish I could have seen Madonna's Blonde Ambition Tour. That's a good one. Because that was like her at her height. And also, I would have loved to have seen Ella Fitzgerald perform. Oh, that's a good one. And Frank Sinatra. That's mine. Yeah. My dad, I was a big fan of him growing up because of my dad. So if I could have seen those three in their moment, oh. Yeah, see Amazing. how music resonates, though. It's so true. And it transcends gen- like uh, gender. It transcends generation. Yeah. No it doubt. Just, everybody right. can connect through music. Yeah. That's yeah. what's so cool about what's going on here tonight. Yeah, that was such a good wrap-up, Natalie. Have you done yours? this before? Yeah. What's yours? What's yours? You know, Madonna's actually one of... I've never seen Madonna in concert. I don't even know which don't one I would Don't break the Rachel Rule. Pick one. Oh, okay. Right? Pick one. She never lets anybody um, pick more than one. Nat King Cole. 
Oh, yeah. excellent. Boom. Microphone drop. Mine? Oh. What? You didn't excellent. ask what mine Frank is. Frank Sinatra. Mine, no, we no, were just mine about is, to get there. Frank's, yeah, <laughs> mine is the, when they have Frank Sinatra and Sammy Davis Jr. and oh, the Brad Martin. Pack. The Brad Pack. Brad Pack. Oh I would have God. loved to have seen them. How about the Beatles? Yeah. That would no. have been. Yeah. yeah. Yes. After Elvis, I would have said no Beatles. Oh, come <laughs> on. John. John and I, we're allowed to say it. Right. We like the classics. Yeah, they're fine. They're overdone. And can I just say one more? Yeah. I haven't gotten to see Lady Gaga yet and i've i've given away my opportunity more than once oh wow and that was you know i was just trying to be nice and now i'm like why did i do that so i'm hoping eventually i get to see gaga on concert that's another good one yeah i like i love that's how much i like natalie i let her give six i know i never do that i'm sorry i'm bad (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for being with us and we are actually as we said you're going to be with us up and through the elections on your jag off on q on q92.9 so we're really excited for that as well thank you so much for being with us again oh my gosh you guys are the best anytime thank you It's Willie James. Willie James. We took our, We were like, come over here, take your break from WQED, and come chat with us. I'm Willie. So, I'm so excited to be here, guys. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's We've so nice to see you. you for so long. But we watched you grow seen, up. Exactly. <laughs> haven't seen you for so long. Yeah. So you're a, you were a, um, a video person at heart, just doing it, learning on the job as you were doing it, over uh, hanging out at Robert Miles' place and all this kind of stuff. And now here you are working for WQED. How awesome is that? Oh, it's, it's wonderful, you know, because, like, the people at WQED are enormously supportive. And they've taught me how to really level up my filmmaking game. And now I feel way more confident with the cameras, the editing, all that stuff. I'm just a uh, – overall, I love production now. I'm yeah. a big production head now. And so like, I love doing it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh is really – like like you are saying, Rachel, uh, you know um, – you guys really got to see me grow a lot, and I think that you guys contributed to my growth in many oh. different ways. And that you is were so even sweet. Being, you were even around. a fake patient, or no? You were. You were in our ambulance, ambulance video. video. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> you yeah, were on the, other side, on the, the other side of the camera. The camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's so funny. You know, I don't think I did get my lines right that day either. I don't think you got paid either, <laughs> yeah. Willie. No, no. I was just doing it for John. I was just like, well, John wants to do it. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. So, for people who don't know Willie James, how did it start? What were the couple like jobs that you were doing? And tell us how fulfilled, as you said, WQED kind of brought you in, really taught you. But what are you actually working on now as well? Yeah, so like I started off doing filmmaking. Um, I just did neighborhood videos. So like what I do is I just go down to the local dog park and interview, let's say the owners there, and say like, "Hey, what do you like about this dog park? You know, uh, how often do you come out here?" And then I'd cut up those interviews and I'd put them up on like Facebook and YouTube and whatnot. And so people really started to reciprocate and, and uh, say, like, hey, you know, we, lo- we love what you're doing. Do you want to direct a commercial for the Pittsburgh airport? Do you want to, um, you know, come to this company party that we're doing, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, I ended up just really growing my social network. And it was just uh, all thanks to Pittsburgh and the open arms that, you know, people like yourselves, you know, had for me. And so, like, now more recently I've done uh, Jack Harlow. Like, I've done cinematography oh, for wow. Jack Harlow. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. You know, um, fingers crossed that I'll be on, like, the next tour or something. That would be cool. Nice. They did reach out, you know, okay. about a month ago. Um, and now I do stuff regularly with WQED, so always doing documentary stuff, always producing, shooting, editing, all that good stuff. Willie, we were, just, that. Uh, we were just at a client event, and uh, somewhere along the way, things just didn't go right. Memory cards were full, and things were happening. <laughs> I was like, wait, what like, happened? Oh, you know, so... Going back to your organic days, what are those times when you were doing this and you went home and you go, 
how did that end up this, you know, and you don't have what you thought you had. Think of oh, those yeah. days. Literally, I had so many of those days because I was just, I was self-learning the entire time, yeah. you know. So um, I remember I didn't even know how to stick the camera on the tripod. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, I would, I, would, I would put the camera on top and then I'd just like turn the camera oh, and just keep yeah. turning the camera until it felt tight. And I was like, it still doesn't feel right, but I'd still go out and shoot like that. And so, so there's like so many different things that, you know, I, I, I've yeah. learned. And I remember it's actually um, Paul, who he works at WQED. It was when I was doing a fellowship many years ago. He said, oh, yeah, this is how you do it. And then like he showed me the screw underneath. I was like, <laughs> I still do that. You know? John has to correct me. <laughs> Paul, what's his last name? Uh, uh, oh, you put me on the spot. No, right no, now. I, I, th- uh, I Ruggier, think Ruggier. Yeah, Ruggier, yeah, Ruggier. Yeah, we know exactly. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's so a good guy. Paul is a good guy. Yes. Yeah, and so is Frank Caliero, and you know, uh, so many folks at WQED. Like, they, they, I mean, I've learned so much from everyone. That's nice. so wonderful, and we've nice. loved watching you grow because it is true. It takes all the practice, all the mentorship, all everybody kind of a village, right? Everybody kind of saying like, "What can I do?" And that is Pittsburgh. But we've loved seeing your success, and more kudos to you. So, are you, do you get to actually watch the show? What is your role tonight? Oh, we're actually going to be covering the show tonight. So, awesome. um, we're doing a documentary on the women who rock, and so we wanted to get um, you know footage because this was actually going to happen like two years ago before the pandemic. And so now, uh, now it's finally coming to fruition. We want to be able to capture that moment, you know, and have have them backstage and saying, like, you know, we did it, you know, get all this cool, good stuff, and show the crowd and uh, people having a good time. And Jordan Sparks, who doesn't want to see Jordan Sparks? Oh, right, isn't that the truth? Right. And we even played Red Rover with you for a little bit with France, right? Didn't you go over to France? Did you go out of the country? Yeah, yeah. He was I, out. I wasn't yeah. a long distance relationship <laughs> we, for a little while. But we got you back. You're back yeah. in Pittsburgh. John, and we're he's glad like, let's talk that. about your love life for a quick second. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It's, it's funny because, like, I saw Gab the other day. She came to the station because we were filming um, a uh, Teachable Moments episode that we have for for kids. And uh, she said, you know, I thought you were still in France, you know, because, like, I did go, like, and blackout. And then COVID happened, I, yeah. I, I went blackout quiet on social media yeah, for, like, yeah, a did. long right, time, right, right. you know, because I'm, so I'm kind of, like, I love being social, but I'm also a social hermit, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, like, I'm like you know, so there's times where I'm just, like, you know, I go into my cave yep. and I'm just meditating in silence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're really glad you're not meditating now. Where does everybody find you online? Um, they can find me on Instagram at Willie, Willie with a Y, James with an underscore at the end of James. Somebody took Willie James before I did. Damn. And I don't even think they're active. It's such a big Stupid injustice. Stupid Willie you know? James, yeah. He needs to go find them. Yeah. <laughs> if, if we could, if all three of us can just like jump in a car. <laughs> we will. Yes. We will. Right. Willie. And so um, that's my Instagram. But then also on Facebook, just Willie James. Feel free to send me a friend request or, you know, click a like on yes. my my page. I love it, Willie. So, real quick before you go to get your, to your documentary, the question of the day, coveted: What concert, past or present, would you love to see, even if it's a repeat? Wow! But not really. We really don't want repeats. I mean, I'm sort of giving it to you, but I was giving you time to think. I would love to see. I'd love to see Michael Jackson. Okay. I think that would be like one. a really yeah. cool concert. Yeah, to that see. would be classic. That's a It'd good be one. Very lively. Yeah. And uh, that that or you know maybe uh, I don't want to say. Prince, but he's like the next thing to pop in my mind. Maybe I, I would like to see. Um, I know he's going kind of crazy on social media right now, but Kanye, you know, really, but like I don't a, know that a Kanye concert it. would be re- really good. His music you catalog. You just wouldn't know what to expect. <laughs> you just wouldn't know what to expect, yep. and you know he's kind of like a loose cannon, and I think he's saying some problematic things and stuff. But you know, I, also mental health is a thing. So. No question, that is yeah. a true story. Yeah, Willie James, I'm so glad we saw you. We're so glad you came over to say hello. It's always a pleasure. Oh, anytime. Yeah, thank you so thank much, John. Thank you. And Rachel. Awesome. You so much.
nothing would be complete if we didn't talk to Melinda Calazzi again this year. And um, Brianna or Brianna? Brianna. Brianna. And then there was the other, Brianna. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's all that Melinda will, uh, will hire. You have to be <laughs> Brianna or Brianna. So you ladies have done an amazing job year after year. It's so awesome to see you. What is happening now? Like you're at the minutes before. So tell us like, I hate that like correspondent, like, how are you feeling? Of course, it's crazy. The last minute details, you're actually talking right now about what needs to be done. But once this is all done, what's the feeling? What's the overall feeling? I think that we wait for that moment when the headliner starts. Honestly, that's when ceremoniously every year we put down our clipboards, we hug, we exhale, and then we just enjoy the rest of the show. But it always has to wait until the headliner takes the stage. Okay. And now have you been around since the um, hard rock? Okay. Day one. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So you're an OG. Yep. You're an OG Brie. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) There you go. Melinda, what about you? So it's like, oh my gosh, it's here. I've done this before. You would think like, okay, I get used to it. But it's always like that, oh my gosh, I want everything to be perfect. It is. And every year it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. So I was just saying to the rest of the team, this is the biggest setup we've ever done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely, like Bree said, the moment the headliner hits the stage, then I know it's time to party. Yeah. Melinda, <laughs> would you rather be, so you're on the setup side, but not performing. Yeah. And so you know all of the intricacies that are going on. Would you rather be on the setup side and not performing? or not on the setup sign and performing? <laughs> performing. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. What was this year like that was different from years in the past? Because I know that each year is different. Do you feel that it's getting bigger? Like, we all see, like, okay, you're like, I forget who said level up, right? Mm-hmm. That you can feel that it's being leveled up. Do you feel that from a behind-the-scenes standpoint? I feel that there's so many things at this point that we've done so many times that we could almost do them in our sleep. And so you think going into it every year, oh, we're going to be fine. And then there's so many new things then that we have to figure out that it's never easy. It never feels like, oh, we can do this now. We've got it. There's always something new. So I think we definitely feel it. Yeah. What about from the audience perspective? What's the vibe that you're getting from the women who are coming, especially the survivors? energy and just so grateful that you know and that's the one thing that we are so fortunate to do what we do because these women share their stories with us and just earlier today before the setup I was over at McGee Women's Research Institute talking to some of the researchers and just when you hear about the work they're doing that is literally saving women's lives innovations I mean it's just like wow we really get to do this every day and make a difference well we talked to Michael earlier you know in the podcast and he was talking about how they started with four researchers in a basement of uh, one of the buildings, and now here we are with over a hundred, and it's now world renowned where people want to come here from all over the world and work here, yeah. which is super cool. And you so, guys are creating the awareness for that because right. let's face it, people aren't paying attention right. to the research people because that's boring. If they just want it to be done, and that's yes. the important part. But you're shining the light on it in an entertainment way, so we appreciate you guys as well. Thank you. That's Thank the power you. of music. That's it. Where can everybody find women who rock all the time? It doesn't just have to be in October. Where, where can we find you? Uh, at Official Women Who Rock. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, websites, womenwhorock.info. After the concert, come down to the pop-up shop in Southside Works. It'll be there till the end of the year. And uh, stay tuned because we have some exciting announcements in store for next year. Ooh, we love it. Okay, quick question of the day. Any concert that you would want to see, past or present, even if they're not here? Natalie said the Blonde Ambition Tour from Madonna. That's a really good one. Uh, well, my answer was going to be Madonna, but All I right. think that I would lose consciousness and okay. have to be, like, carried out. So I've never <laughs> okay. seen her because I'm afraid, but she's my ear. She's my tattoo. She's my fingernails. She's my favorite thing ever, but I don't think I can handle it. Oh, okay. So who would it be? Oh, man. I guess David Bowie. I didn't get to do that. Or Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen. I missed that. That would have been great. That's a good one. Melinda. I'd love to see Janis Joplin. 
Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Man, everybody had good answers. Yeah, well, yeah. what's yours? Yeah. Uh, oh, we answered already, but I'll tell you again. I said Nat King Cole, but then when Willie James said Michael Jackson, I was like, that's always my go-to. I should have said that. Nat King Cole is my birthday twin, and I'm obsessed with him. Same. Yeah. Aww. And I like Natalie, but she's not as good. No. There's just no not way. Not Natalie Pensavanga. Oh, my God. <laughs> we, just had, we just caused a stir on the general podcast. Yeah. yeah. No, ladies, thank you so much for what you do. We thank can't you. wait to see you. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you so much. All right, so before we go, yep. and before we say our thank yous, we just have to give kudos to our survivor, our, our own, own. Katie Dudas. And uh, Katie, you are, we are here at Women Who Rock, and clearly you've benefit, benefited from the things that have gone on here. So don't need you to recap all of that because you, you're, you're, you're on the other side of it. Yes. But just talk thank about God. how nice it was to just even live here in Pittsburgh and know that the leading organization is here. Oh my gosh, we are so lucky to have McGee in town and like have the access to the care, the research, and just the resources that McGee offers folks like me going through things like this. And it just, I, I, I best city to be in for this to happen, honestly. Yeah, well. Mm-hmm. And you're an example because we need more young women like yourself who are advocates of positivity, of strength, of, you know, resilience. Mm-hmm. Like the fact, because I. I'm so lucky so far, knock on wood, that I've not had to go through something like that. But watching, living vicariously through you and watching you say, I will get through this has been honestly an honor, right? It really has. And Katie, you know, I guess it's, I, I guess it sounds weird what I'm about to say, but just hang in there with me for a second. Because if cancer had to attack someone, it would be a bitch like you, right? <laughs> yes, uh, yes, and, uh, yes, right. yeah. And yeah. Uh, I hate that you had to go through that. But I love the way that you handled it, and kudos to you for how you handled it. Oh, I appreciate yeah. it. I made it my own. Like that's, yeah. I think that was the most important thing is I went into this handling it the way I wanted to handle it. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and we're on the other through. side. We're so on kudos. the other side. So we have to say thank you to you. Thank you to you. You inspire all of us. And that means, uh, oh, wait, you have to answer our question Ooh, today. Yes. Yes. Who you heard you? so many answers. You cannot repeat any of them. Easily. Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. Oh, really? Really, yeah. I was thinking about this. I had time to think about it. And I was like, just, I've seen video recordings. And like, I was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when they nice. had a big setup where they you could pretend like you were there. But obviously, it's not the same. You and Byron Nash. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Excuse me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait. What are you saying? <laughs> that That's a good all, answer, oh, Katie. Jimmy Hendrix, mm-hmm. guys. All right. Katie, uh, where does everybody find you online so they can be inspired if they need that? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's Kate Marie PGH or Kate Utters on Twitter or Katie Dudas on Facebook. All right. A little cool. bit everywhere. Or you jag off. I keep showing <laughs> up with these folks. These wonderful, yeah, wonderful right. folks. That'll ruin your we get her now. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Property of your jag off. I actually have a tattoo on my butt. <laughs> I'm glad that it's on her butt. Thank you Committed. so much to Tracy. Thank you so much to Melinda Colesi who helped us put all this together. Thank you to Natalie. Thank you to Mackenzie who is here. And, and uh, Katie, you're here kind of being honored as a survivor, but we put you to work. What jag off? I know. We, we do that sometimes. <laughs> we can't help it. Thanks to Michael, the CEO of McGee Women's Research Institute. That was an honor to have him come on and shed some light, as you said, to Natalie Bensavanka. And uh, hearing Mackenzie and Bree talk about what it's like to put all this on is absolutely amazing. So here we are, another Women Who Rock episode, and uh, we're honored to have partaken in it. So we had to say thank you, of course, to Aurora uh, Conda. They're our sponsor, and don't forget, a car purchase is a big deal. And finding the dealership and a rep to fulfill your car needs is crucial. 
get to know the rest of Lord through all the card talk videos on social media to establish a relationship with you. That makes it easier to select your future CRV, HRV, or even passport that may be your next purchase. Visit RoarConda.com for all of your vehicle needs. Keep listening to the Jagger Podcast and check us out on Q92.9, Monday through Friday, 7 to 10.